Trevor, I've really been sleeping on honey. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I love honey. I, I put it, I put that in my tea every day. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're coming around to it. Yeah, I'm just so sticky now. Cause my bed's just like covered in honey. Hey, wait a minute, we're live. Oh, hey, we are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. Uh, coming to you from my car, I'm Trevor. I'm your other host, Lily. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's the car episode. It's the car episode for me, at least. I'm on vacation here in Merle's Inlet, South Carolina. Uh, Merle's Inlet. Merle's Inlet. It's is that like Mur- Myrtle Beach? It is, but it's Merle's Inlet. So it's like Myrtle Beach, except it's uh, in a different location entirely. And it's, but it's still like got all the sand in the water and everything. It, we've we have sand, we have water, we have fish and, and sharks sometimes. That was scary. Uh, but yeah, you saw one of those. Uh, I've been to the pier. We have a pier nearby, not actually in Merle's Inlet, but it's it's close. Uh, and I <laughs> have Merle's Inlet isn't fancy enough for a pier. No, no, no. We have this a this one. We have a nice marsh walk. Ooh. Um. But I was on the pier one time many years ago, and there was in fact a tiger shark down there swimming. Oh my so, gosh! A little That's scary, sick. yeah, a little spooky. What were we talking about? We're saying you're in Myrtle Beach. I'm in. Or no, you're in Merle's Inlet. I'm sorry. I'm, Excuse me. Get it right. I know Merle's okay. Inlet people get really offended when you get it confused with Myrtle Beach. We do. No, we're very. Um, it's kind of a tight knit community. We don't let. Uh, anyone else in especially not those myrtle beach people um and we have an annual event and that's actually why i'm here where we walk into the inlet and we just uh we dig up all the oysters and we have a big oyster uh a big oyster but what do you do with oysters you boil them that's what we do we get a big the biggest (laughs) pot in south carolina we boil all the oysters at once wow like in the state you boil every oyster that is is there. Every oyster in the state, yeah. Dang. Yeah. So how? But it's like your tight knit community. How many people are we talking? Like twenty. Yeah, like twenty, twenty five. And you take every oyster there is, in the entire ta- in, in the whole state lines. Yeah, and we sell some of those out too. It's kind of a monopoly that we have over the oysters. Um, Oh. That's why, that's why I'm so wealthy. That's pretty so, cool. I didn't know you it had is. that old oyster money. I had that. I have that old oyster money. That's right. Um, we're you the could, only ones that can legally sell oysters. You could buy us a better studio, and you choose not to. With my oyster money? Yeah. Is well, the oyster only, money not legal to use for studio? It's it's not legal to use outside of. Merle's Inlet, because we, in addition to being a tight-knit community, we also right. print our own money. Um, the, the, uh, Mer- we, yeah, the, it's just, you know, the sand dollars that you find on the yeah. beach? It's just that, that Those we are have. pretty rare. Yeah, um, they're worth, uh, they're, they're worth, like, 50 bucks, just one is worth $50 in American money, but they do not they will not let us convert. Um, oh. So, but you do export these. So how is 
like when you sell them to Tennessee, how are they giving you payment? They give us sand dollars, but then they won't let us spe- send spend the sand dollars in Tennessee. We can just use them in our community. So we have like a lot of sand dollars too that are mostly right. useless. Seems like there um, would just be a huge influx of sand dollars then with no outgoing sand dollars. I think that's a recipe for mass inflation. Yeah, uh, I I actually, the other day I dropped a whole box of sand dollars and they all shattered. Um, oh, so that's how you remove worth, currency. Yeah, the word, yeah so that, that brought up the value of all the other sand dollars a lot. So that's good. If like yeah. a single one gets smashed, like you have to oh, tell yeah. the treasury so they can recalculate uh-huh. the price. That's that's exactly. how valuable these things are. They are they're very valuable. Um, really though, uh, Merrillsland is a nice little it's a nice little fishing town in South Carolina. Uh, my family's been here since like the 30s or something. We have this house that. Lily, I'll, t- I'll take you, I'll give you a little tour later. Um, Sweet. It's a nice little place. It's very old. My brother broke one of the glass panes on the door the other day. Oh, no. He was too, he was too violent with it. Um, uh, yeah. Got to be careful in the old house. Lost um, lost a couple sand dollars at the old casino mill. <laughs> they right, outfitted yeah. the, water, the water mill into a casino. Mm-hmm. And he lost it all. That's understandable. <laughs> Yeah, it has been raining all weekend. We've gone to the beach once, and it was like seventy degrees. It was really cold. Yeah. Um, so mainly just been chilling out here in the house. I'm supposed to go kayaking over on a Lake Norman with my parents tomorrow, but it's looking stormy here mm. as well. We got a nice we got a nice rain right now here in uh beautiful Chapel Hill. North Carolina, where I live. Yeah, it's it's raining. It's raining. It's raining here too. No way. Think it's, it's like think it's the same cloud. <laughs> yeah, I think so. When we when we look up, we see the same moon, and that really comforts me. Yeah. Uh, late at night, when I'm worried you're gonna get eaten by a tiger shark, I'm like, it's okay. Trevor's getting hit by the same raindrops. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, if I if I may share a little a tale of woe, please. You'll notice I the viewers won't notice, but Trevor and I are on a video call. Um, so Trevor will notice I've taken off my glasses for mm-hmm. for a moment. Um, this is because my life is hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I uh, like it's been twelve days now. Around 12 days ago, I got these new glasses because it had been like two years my prescription changed. You know how it goes with glasses. You got to get some new ones. Um, So these came in. I swapped them out. And then like the next day, I had a headache like all day. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And then this happened again for roughly seven days. And I didn't really make the connection. I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to die. This is it aneurysm hit finally it's over uh and then i realized like oh i'm wearing new glasses it's probably that um but it just hasn't stopped it just it just won't quit yeah Uh, hurts all the time is this a new prescription a little bit i think it's that 
the glasses don't fit properly, and they just press against my my weak skull. I see. <laughs> because the prescription's like mildly changed. It would probably hurt a little bit, but not for like almost two weeks. Uh, so I need to go back to America's best optometry and get them to fix this. Um, Is that that's where you go to? It's called America's Best Auto- Optometry. I went to Target Optical for the exam, mm. and then I went to America's Best to get the frames because they're within my insurance plan. Mm. Um, but America's Best is trying to assassinate me incredibly slowly by just slightly squeezing my uh, temples and nose bridge at all mm. times. And it hurts not to wear them because I'm so blind. If I try to look at stuff, it, it'll strain my eyes. It hurts to wear them. There's no there's no recourse for me. Yeah. How how close up to something are are you are you nearsighted or farsighted? I am ne- nearsighted. Nearsighted is when you can see near to you. Yeah. So how how close yeah. to something do you have to get to be able to see it properly without glasses? Let's see. Let me pull up some text on my... Here, wait. I'll look at your your Discord username. Oh, just as I was doing that, some system information came up about my HP computer. Nothing serious. (laughs) So I'll use this. Um, Let's see. I have an AMD Ryzen. It's blurry. That's... What is this? About two and a half feet. Okay. That's fairly close, I would say. Yeah, it's not like I, I could read that, but it would strain mm. my eyes a bit. What about like facial recognition? How how close do you have to get no glasses to be able to say, "Oh, that's my friend. That's my friend Trevor over there, sitting there walking by." Mm. That is a problem because to try to relieve my eyes, I've been walking. Like when I'm walking, mm. I take my glasses off. Um, but it, I've probably seen someone I know out on the streets. And not know oh, yeah. because they're they're too damn blurry. Um, so at like a, I don't know. It's a, it's a distance. Maybe ten feet is what I like. It gets a little hard to say who someone okay. is. That's that's pretty. Might be a little more. It's good because I thought if it was two and a half feet just for facial recognition, like you don't want to have to get up that close to somebody before you're like, oh hi, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would be an issue. Um, but no, I can, like from here, I could, I could totally tell it was you from this distance. Could you, Who the hell is that? See, oh, you started okay, smiling. Wait, take off your glasses out. and back up a little bit and I'm okay. going to make a face and you tell me what emotion it is I'm feeling. Okay. I can see pretty clearly from okay. here. Let me back up. I don't think my headphones are going to go far enough for me to really make this experiment okay. work but we can try. take out your earbuds for a second so i can tell the audience what what the um what the emotion is i'm feeling okay all right this is gonna be the emo this is gonna be the emotion anger can i go yeah can i go yeah can, can you not you, yeah, you don't have to shout you, okay um trevor's making a face right now uh, gotta describe this as kind of like righteous, uh, superiority. Is that, this, that was, was, it that was, uh, it was meant to be the emotion anger, but 
Ah, uh, wait, do one more. Let me try one more. Uh, so Trevor's making another face. He really reminds me right now of Adam Warlock from the Home Galaxy 3. Um, so I'm going to say righteous superiority. All right. <laughs> that was that was constipation. But <laughs> oh, it pretty really, close. It, I don't know if that's my vision or just like you have a unique way of doing it. It did not look like constipation to me. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I guess my constipation face might just be unique. It's getting hot in this car here. I'm like, uh, this is, what are the, what are those? You're not supposed to leave, what, dogs and children in hot cars? <laughs> those are the two things you shouldn't leave in hot cars. Yeah, it's dogs and, dogs and children, you know that's what? right. Go ahead and put me in there, too. <laughs> don't, le- don't leave me in a hot car, either. That, so the, I was going to say the FDA... Sure, let's, the FDA is putting out a report on what you're allowed to leave in a hot car, and the three things that are no, no-nos for sure are dogs, children, and, and Trevor. They're make, they're running like a new ad campaign for this, like a PSA campaign. They got big pictures of your face on a billboard, and it's like, is this in your car? Get it out of there before the temperature hits the red, and then it's yeah. your face with like smoke coming out of your ears. It's really red. <laughs> it's like this is what'll happen. They're changing billboards. It's really cool. They yeah. installed those. They like flip to show the the version of you that's really hot. <laughs> Always check to make sure that Trevor isn't in your car when you're leaving. Because <laughs> you could just be in anyone's car. You gotta like roam around, hop it yeah. in them, and then people you hop in, people don't notice that you're in their trunk, and then they turn the AC off. And you could die in there. I could die. No, um, that's why, yeah, I I do sneak into people's cars pretty much every day. Um, just to, like if I need a ride to somewhere instead of driving my own car that, right. that I have, I, I'll sneak into like my neighbor's car because um, they go to Walmart a lot and sometimes I need to go to Walmart too. So, Do you um, confirm they're headed to walmart first or is it like kind of a you're gonna hope bit of a guessing game uh but you can tell uh if it's if it's the mom going she usually brings one of her reusable bags so if i spot that from my window i'll like i'll quickly run down uh and then just sort of covertly sometimes i'll just like hitch onto the bottom like that movie uh Um. cape fear that's what it is yeah Sure, I haven't um, I haven't seen that flick, but I can uh, imagine. Robert, Robert De Niro. Oh. that's pretty much all I remember about the movie. So old Robbie uh, D doing a little bit of hitching to the bottom of the car, eh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I should say. A. I'm sorry. I I want to walk back that a I threw in there. You did what? I threw it. I threw an a. I said, hitch into the bottom of the car, eh? And I'd like to kind of step back and uh, apologize right. for that. I had a dream last night that I had a guinea pig. Really? Yeah, let's not well, talk let's... about that on the pod, though. <laughs> All right, what did, did you, what did you do? What happened? Well, oh, my just, God. I don't think... I th- I'm one of those people... It's an annoying opinion these days, honestly, to be like, God, I hate when people tell me about their dreams. Now it's like, yeah. it used to be, 
contrarian to say that and now it's like that's the mainstream opinion but you're still trying to be contrarian when you say it um, yeah but i do believe it i think um people getting back from a, a, there's a place here called the dead dog saloon and they were eating there <laughs> that's awesome um, they have a bunch of pictures of dead dogs on the wall it's kind of cool like picture like photos of of dog corpses or like dogs they were alive <laughs> when the photos were taken but they are now dead yeah it's kind of it's like a restaurant slash dog like a uh, mortuary kind of thing <laughs> so people bring their dead dogs there to see how they died uh no it's what? like you can like you can bring your dead like a picture of your dead dog while it was still alive um and they'll put right. it on the wall do they have any and stuffed they got, dogs i don't i don't think so like like taxidermy dogs yeah no i'm pretty sure they don't that would be a good idea though that seems like a missed opportunity it might be a little unsettling while you're eating food to have like something that was formerly alive or the skin of something formerly alive, you know? We eat in leather booths all the time. That's, you know, that's a good point. We eat our cow meat in our leather booths. Like eating a hamburger in a leather booth. Yeah, and you wonder if they came from the same cow. Yeah. But we've talked before on this pod Mm -hmm. about... A man we like to call Ron Fucko DeSantis. Okay. Um, and it was a big week for Ron, for old Fucko here. Did he, he announced he was running this week, right? He announced his official campaign, which we all knew about. Um, mm-hmm. But it's cool to hear it. Did you did you see his kind of like method that he went about announcing I, it? I did not, no. He did what they call a Twitter space. Um which I guess is like a group live stream on Twitter. Okay. I don't really get it. It's kind of Elon Musk will hop in there with like one other person and then you can give people the mic and do like Q and A's. And then it's like old Elon and, and Ron do a little chat. It's audio only. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot. Maybe it's a live podcast platform. Right. So, Ron announced it via um, live podcast with Elon Musk. Oh, Elon Musk, was, was he was there. Oh, yeah. He was in the call the whole time. Who, okay, who is, who is, I guess he probably, he doesn't have a running mate yet. It could be Elon. It could be him. <laughs> I thought this, if it's Elon, that's going to be crazy. Um. I would hate that a lot. I would I would strongly dislike that presidency, I think. Yeah, that would be... I feel like Elon's probably a bad pick. I do think that would lower his chances. Because Elon's not a very well-liked guy among anyone. No. Um, but, I mean, you know, Ron didn't know that when he made the Twitter space, I guess. He kind of miscalculated on that one for his announcement. Uh, so maybe he'll, he'll miscalculate on the whole campaign. Maybe, we we can only hope. I guess. Um, Ron did have, similar to this episode, a lot of technical difficulties with his <laughs> announcement. Yeah, it was like Elon was like Ron. Ron, they can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> He's being like, I, my service to the American people will be unmatched. 
by the uh, incumbent Joe Sleepy Biden, and and uh, what's a fun nickname he had for Trump? You got anything? A, ni- a nickname for pre- former President Donald Trump? Um, yeah, nickname for old DJT. I don't know. Call him like Duckhead, Duckhead Donald. <laughs> it's just Donald Duck. It's but... pretty good. You should tweet that at Ron. Maybe I will. I don't even have a Twitter right now. I had a Twitter. I had a Twitter, and I I didn't want to use it anymore, so I just I just made it someone else's Twitter. Like I changed the name and the picture, and I just I logged out, and I've never <laughs> logged in again. So you can delete your account. No, I know. I you? I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I had like seventy followers, so if I ever want to come <laughs> back, I can just turn it into my Twitter again. And keep those followers, right. you know. Do you remember who you who you pinned this on? Um, a, a fictional person. His name is Trevor Wilkins. Uh, <laughs> what was this picture? It was a stock photo of someone. Are they going to uh, the beach? I think people are going to the beach. I might need to get out of the car because they might need to use this car. That's okay. Uh. These people, like, they know you, or some strangers? Are yeah, like, we're real, again, we're real uh, neighborly, tight-knit community here in Merle's Inlet, so if you bring a car, it is a communal car, automatically. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. You can just be like, we're, go- we're going to the beach. Yeah. Get out of the car. It costs, like, five sand dollars to use the pump, though, um, so it's, that, it's a little expensive, but... So that's, like, $250. Yeah. In American... Yeah. In, U- in USD. They do have Damn. a little slot though for the sand dollars, so you don't have to go in and give it to the give it to the attendant, which is nice. My Twitter, I think more people should follow. I think I have some good hot takes on there. Yeah, I don't I don't think all Trevor Wilkins can follow you on Twitter. Hey gang, just Lily stepping in here to say uh these sirens are on our end. If you're driving, the cops aren't after you. That's just that's just that's our recording. Thank you, Trevor Wilkins. I think, you know, I got, I have, I have fewer followers than tw- Trevor Wilkins, I think. Uh, but I think more people should hop in because you can see me getting mad about uh, transphobes every day. I like my kind of morning routine is to beam about thirty minutes of transphobia right into my retinas. <laughs> that's that's uh, really that, helpful. That, yeah, that doesn't seem. It feels like. You, you might be happier if you didn't do that. I don't know. Maybe it, it might well, be... Well, I need to know. True. It's really important that I know about someone on Twitter's bad take. Right. About whether, you know, trans trans men deserve estrogen. Wait, no. They probably don't. They, I don't think they want it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. My, my take is that they don't deserve it. Um, right. Because they're... They, yeah. Ron Fucko is like, no, we need to give them more estrogen. <laughs> they they want to get rid of what they already have. They already have a surplus. But, yeah, Ron... That's part of the issue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I get into debates like that on on Twitter every every day. But then also mm-hmm. sometimes I, I tweet something funny, maybe. Oh, well, there you go. Um, you could... Do you ever tweet in response to these transphobes? And like, I'll do a a nice quote tweet. Okay. Of like, 
there was this i'm looking at my twitter right now to see if there was anything funny immediately there was this great tweet someone did about uh it was like serious it the caption is this is why you shouldn't speed hashtag speed kills hashtag drive sober and then it's like an animated simulation of what would happen if a if a car drove into a giant hanging spike ball <laughs> right yeah i hate yeah i hate having to avoid those when i'm when i'm riding on the freeway that's uh yeah and what's great is it the car is pretty much okay like up to 70 miles an hour <laughs> and then it goes into like here at 210 it just gets flung straight into the sky <laughs> 210 miles an hour i don't think my i'm looking at my speedometer here in front of me and it only says 140 so um, yeah no it doesn't go that they even they put 300 miles an hour in this one they put like a skull emoji on it like this is the first time you'll die it gets flung like a hundred miles straight into a mountain <laughs> it, gets, it gets flung a hundred miles it looks like it the camera has to pan like the simulated camera has to follow it into the mountain oh my gosh uh there was i'm just you know what part of this episode's gonna be me reading funny tweets someone quote tweeted that and said uh driver's ed instructor pinching his temples okay stop the car do you know what you did wrong and then the student says, I hit the giant, you hit the giant morning star. That's an automatic fail. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. You got to avoid those. Uh, that's funny. And you, it would be cool if when you're doing a driver's test, they put, you know, like a, like a flaming wheel, like you, spike pits. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost like partially like an obstacle course. Like if you can if you can pass this, you're gonna be fine out on the road. We trust you, uh, right? Completely, yeah. Like you're never on the on a normal American highway. You're never gonna find anything more dangerous than the giant spike ball. Exactly. So um, if you can dodge that at 300 miles an hour, then, then you're 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 skilled enough to drive on uh, 85. Yeah. How did your driver's test go? My first driver's test. Sounds like test. you just took it. Sounds like you <laughs> took it this week. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, how'd it go? Yeah. <laughs> no. um, when you got it, I'm assuming when you were 16. When I was 16, I failed the first time. Um, mm. I didn't back up straight, is what she said. Uh, I think that's that was a lie, but it's fine. And then I, I, <laughs> I didn't do the roundabout correctly. But my defense... It was one of the, it was like a, it was in like a shopping center. So it wasn't like a normal roundabout you would see on like a street. Um, mm-hmm. Cause there's a roundabout like right near my neighborhood. Um, and so I, I have to use one like every day leaving for my house. But right. she didn't understand that. Um, and then the second time I took it, it was in a town called Lumberton. Um, very close to the border of North and South Carolina, uh, and I, I passed flying colors. Um, nice. This one, they weren't as tough though as the one as the first one I went to. Oh, there's a kitty cat over there. I. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about you? I had a similar journey. I uh, I failed the first time, passed the second time. Um, my problem was. I agree. I think that I think my instructor had it was out to get me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she said I was driving in the middle of the road, but it was like I did mine in in Albemarle, North Carolina. Mm. Go to a tiny one so that it's uh it's easier allegedly. Yeah. Um but she snuck a giant morning star <laughs> oh, uh. onto the road. And I didn't expect that. They didn't put they didn't put that in the manual right. about how to avoid the giant morning star. I hit it at two hundred and ninety miles an hour. Oh jeez. Just ten more miles, you would have failed, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, luckily I I just barely avoided getting flung right into the mountain. That's good. But she said it was it was too close for comfort. Uh, no, she said I was driving in the middle of the road, but it was like really thin neighborhood streets, mm. like garbage cans on both sides. So like wasn't really in I would argue a two lane road. Right. It's just one center lane, and you kind of you work it out with the other person coming at you who's allowed through. Yeah, that's what you do on a neighborhood road, isn't it? Like, because there's no I'd, I'd argue. Yeah, there's no lines really. At least not yeah. in my neighborhood. Um, and, like, yeah, oftentimes there are children playing on the street. And if you're going, like, 50, you got to make sure you, like, you might have to go into the left side a little bit to avoid them. Right? Exactly. And then you go back to center. It's yeah. how I always did it. And that's how I do it now. And that's how everyone does it. Yeah. But she was like, I don't know why we're in the middle of the road. And I'm like, I do. But I, I don't think you're asking me why. I think you're telling me not to do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it was I fixed that. <laughs> yeah, it was a loaded question. Um, and then she cut it off early after what? that. Because I also, I took kind of a bad left turn. Uh, really, it was like a left turn off the off the main road into these neighborhood roads, and there was a car coming at me. I, I cut it a little bit close. And t- oh, but it's right, still right, right. like a move I would make today. But not a move I would make in front of a driving instructor, or like a, or like a sheriff's car, probably. Yeah. Um, Which is those will get you. And then there was the giant morning star, and that was a problem for me. Um, yeah, cause an issue. Um, have you ever been pulled over? Uh, never for my driving. One time I had a headlight out. Ah. Uh, what uh, about you? I I haven't. Which is very surprising because I drive like a maniac. You famously um, drive like a maniac. Yeah, it's it's a known thing among people, people I know, um, but was, uh, not among sorry, the there police. Was like a, there was like a, a <laughs> it's, it's a it's a known thing on the streets of America that if I'm out there, you better watch out. What was that like cartoon bog sound effect? What? There's a bog? <laughs> Literally sounded like Tom hit Jerry on the head with a mallet. Hey, was it this? <laughs> no, that's not it. I don't know what that was. Wait, it gotta, was it was beautiful. We gotta find this. <laughs> Sound like the only way I could imagine you making that was like hitting an empty water bottle on something, maybe. That it? That that might have made it. This isn't this isn't perfect though. Hmm. I hope that got picked up by the mic. That was a what I'm doing now. That's a top of a of a coffee cup, like a plastic coffee lid. Oh, you can make you know you can make a lot of funny sounds in this car. Yeah, it's really a whole sound studio. That's not very loud. Uh. 
Is it that? No. It's all right. We, we can let it just happen the one time. Yeah. It'll be a little secret. Gosh, if it didn't get picked up by the mic, I'm going to be so bummed. Let me tell you about a little... I've, I've been having this, this quandary recently. Um, okay. So, I've, I've, I've... Like I said, this house I'm staying in, we've had it since... My family's had it since, like, the 30s when it was built. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been coming here since I was a child. And since I was a child, there has been uh, what is now a Circle K, what used to be a kangaroo store just up the Ooh. street. And we would go nice. and we would take our little, our little like, um, you know those little cars that kids can ride in um, that have, like, batteries and you just, like, drive around? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I had one of those. Yes. And me and like my grandfather used to drive that up to the to the Circle K, grab a like a Hershey's cookies and cream bar or something. Um, and that's been a tradition since I was a kid. But now, nice. this summer, they've built a, a huge Seven Eleven, slightly closer to my house. Um, and this Seven Eleven, by God, it's it's got the Slurpees. It has nice fresh <laughs> coffee in the mornings. It has fucking horchata that you can just get on tap. Whoa, um, Whoa on tap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now I, I'm just I'm conf- I haven't been to the Circle K one time, but that was oh, like it got you served, huh? It got you served. Well, yeah. I feel like bad though. It feels like I'm cheating. You know, it feels like. I'm doing something wrong every time I walk mm. into the 7-Eleven, but it just, it feels so, like, good, because it's so good. It's such a nice store. It's, like, clean. Um, right. So, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm just, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a tough, I, dr- I used to drink bug juice. You heard of this bug juice? Do you remember bug juice? Yeah, I remember. Well, I've, I don't think I've had it, but I know of bug juice. You said bug juice. Up at the kangaroo store, almost every day of my life, and now I I haven't even walked in there since I've been here. Um, hmm. It's just a little, uh, it's a little, uh, it's a little sad, you know, because that's uh, used to yeah. be one of my favorite stores, and now it's. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, that's one of the great losses in life. Uh, it's a lot like when you're cheating on your wife, mm-hmm. and it's like. Yeah, you know, you you used to love this thing, but time marches forward, and there are new. Uh, you're gonna meet new people. You're gonna find new stores, and you know, it's not, it's not required of you to tell, the Circle K slash Kangaroo Store or your wife <laughs> that you're <laughs> moving on. It's kind of like that's not your responsibility. Sure. Um, or your duty, your duty as a good partner or a good shopper. Um, because there's a reason you're doing it. You know, mm-hmm. something's better about something's better about this new person slash store you're seeing. And uh, if they wanted to stop that, they should have been better themselves. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I hope that makes you feel better about your situation, both with your wife and your <laughs> and the store that you're now shopping at. Um, I have been telling the wife I've been going to to the Circle K. Um, right. Since that is where we met, and I proposed to her, um, <laughs> it had like a lot of wow, yeah, but now a lot I, of significance for you. I have this other girl I've been seeing at the Seven Eleven, 
Um, mm. I was buying a hot dog, and she was she was getting uh, one of those wizard fingers. What are they called? The the like what? the little taquitos. One of the taquitos. Um, sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know why you call it a wizard finger. I've heard that somewhere. I don't know where. I think that's when you leave the hot dog on the on the thing for too long. It becomes all gross. Um, oh, like they're old and wrinkled, and yeah. you can see the the joints. Exactly. I, I, that's a good name for them, actually. And it sounds gross, which I like. I, I can never eat lady fingers what because all? I don't like the idea of eating a finger. I don't even know what lady fingers are. They're just like little cakes, oh. little stick shaped cakes that you put in a you put in a tiramisu. Oh, okay. I like tiramisu. So you've been eating lady fingers your whole life. I guess so. Um, but you met this girl. She was she was eating a wizard finger right off the stove. We're eating right off the stove. They were the Seven Eleven attendants were really mad because you're supposed to pay for them first. Um, right. But I was. But she's got a free spirit. She has a free spirit. Um, unlike you know my my I mean my wife has been going to the Circle K for twenty thirty years. Um, yeah. Never been inside another convenience store. Um, so, and you know, this, this girl at the 7-Eleven, she's not only in the 7-Eleven, she's in most convenience stores, um, in the, in the community, in the Merle's Inlet community. So. Wow. Like at all times? She's kind of like a quantum, quantum girl. Yeah. Well, yeah. She makes sure to hit each of the, each of the things every day. And she does. Yeah. She she quantum leaps into the different, into the different stores. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, she does a quantum leap to make sure that she has time to hit, uh, you know, the Seven Eleven. She's hitting the uh, Green Gables. Green Gables. That's a, that's a uh, now dead Canadian <laughs> convenience store, oh. I believe. Well, that's yeah. She she quantum leaps back in time to the to when green gables was still existing um, right oh i might need to move my car <laughs> damn this was a bad recording space i think Just so i could record in the shed that shed volatile <laughs> <laughs> we have a shed here uh yeah in merle's and a world war one veteran used to live in there why did they make him live in the shed? Not enough space in the house. <laughs> he's he's an American hero, and they stuck him in the shed. Well, he he likes his space. He he wanted his own space, I, I guess. So <laughs> they put him up in the shed. <laughs> did it have like AC or anything? Probably not. I doubt even the house had AC for a long time. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, he didn't know what that was. Yeah. Um. After yeah. all his time in the trenches, I'm sure he he appreciated just about anything. Exactly. No, he he just wanted it. He just wants some space to to live. Um, yeah. Can you tell him I appreciate his service when you go in there to record? <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll tell his. Uh, he's still in there. His 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 body is. So. He's dead. Yeah. I'm. I. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't tell you. God damn it. Fuck, dude. It's just, it's just we we, you know, we've lost so many of 
So many of those. We've lost so many World War Two, World War One veterans these past couple of years. I think it's hard. I think they're all. I think they're all dead. He was the last fucking one. Uh, maybe. Are you kidding me? Uh, I hate. I hate to tell you, but that's. It's no longer living history. God damn it! Because he was my rock. <laughs> yeah, he um. He he would I would often go in there and see see him comforting you through some of your hard yeah. times after you'd seen a really bad uh, tweet. He would uh. <laughs> he would always have open arms for anyone that needed it. Yeah, like he gave me the strength to block J.K. Rowling. Like he's he's the reason I don't see her tweets anymore. Wow. I just can't believe he's gone. This means J.K. Rowling won. <laughs> um, Man, that sucks. It does suck. Uh, when did he pass? The 50s? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, I missed his funeral. Yeah, just by a little bit. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> I wasn't born yet for his funeral. <laughs> Um. <laughs> uh, man. Sad day. Yeah. But uh, what what have you been up to, Lily? Besides the glasses. Um. What a, what have I been up to? Yeah. Huh. You're gonna ask me what I've been up to. <laughs> Can I ask you what you've been up to? That's right. Um. I could talk a little bit about Jane Austen. Sure. I'm going to kind of be in my arc. You had your little arc on this podcast of, like, talking a, a whole bunch about Russian history. That's true. Um, when you were very into that. And I kind of like, you know, this is, my, this is my turn to be super into a class. Yeah. And talk about my, my, my nerd stuff. Please. Uh, my loser stuff for absolute dweebs. <laughs> well, luckily, I, our <laughs> podcast is listened to by 100% dweebs. So. That's right. Yeah. Shout out to all the losers out there. Um, but I'm reading a lot of Jane Austen. That's what, most of what I do with my time. Mm-hmm. I, right now, have to had to finish Northanger Abbey very quickly. I have to read like the last 40 pages today. Because um, I got a presentation on that next week. Oh. Summer classes are so fucking fast. It's like every day. I got to read Pride and Prejudice in two days. Oh my goodness. It's really, that's a lot. Yeah. But, um, you know, Northanger Abbey's fun. It's like a parody of gothic horror. Okay. Um, and uh, that's something I th- I think I'm into. I went and got, I for the first time, you'll be really proud of me, I checked out books from Davis Library. Oh, congrats. Did you, actually, did you like, uh, order them, or did you, like, find them in the, in the stacks? I went and looked for them in the stacks. I couldn't find them, so I had to order them. I, I did get to do a little bit of browsing. Nice. And then I ordered these. I got uh, We Have Always Lived in the Castle by Shirley Jackson. Mm. Um, she wrote The Haunting of Hill House. One of my favorite horror novels. It's really good. Um, and I got the first ever gothic novel, The Castle of Otranto. Whoa. Which, it's cool. The book uh, has been in the library system since 1977. Oh, wow. And it's got, like, the signatures from people who checked it out in the, back in 77. Uh, so that's fun. It's seen some. It's seen some stuff. I bet someone's had sex near it. <laughs> I, 
Yeah, probably. You might you and might that... be able to test for some ejaculate or something. <laughs> Put a blue light up to that puppy. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it's it's a cool it's a cool looking book. I haven't. I don't know why I check them out now. Because I mean, they're doing a month right when like the Jane Austen class ends, and I just have to mm. read so much freaking Jane Austen. I don't really like. I have time, but I don't want to spend like all day reading. Like I'm some kind of a Jane Austen heroine who didn't have the internet or TV or nothing, so had to read books and stuff. Like, what am I, one of those, you know? Yeah. Um, they can, you can basically renew as many times as you want, and I don't think there's a late fee. Oh. So, it doesn't matter. I have books checked out. I have books checked out from several months ago that I don't plan on checking in until I get back in August, so... Do you have to, like, every month go in and renew, or can you be like, I'll be keeping this for the next five years? It just, it, it for me, it auto-renews. It, it'll, it'll, like, auto-renew, like, five times for me before it actually says it's late. Really? So, yeah. Um, huh. I guess I own that book now. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, like, I don't know. The books I have had to check out, like, no one else is going to check out for, like, another five years when they have to do when someone else is doing a research project on the same thing um, right but like i don't know about novels since yeah. people like to read those for for fun it's like yeah we have always lived in the castle was on hold before oh. i was able to get it i had to wait like a day so yeah. yeah this one that one's pretty new but yours are like hidden somewhere no one's touched them in, in 22 years yeah exactly um, I don't know when Castle of Otranto was last checked out. That's like an old one. Mm. Kind of a, a little bit. No one wants to read it anymore. You might be good on that one. So I could go to like the Wilson Library, I think, has a rare book collection. Yeah. I can check those out. I don't think I actually can. But let's imagine they give me special privileges. <laughs> let me check them out. Yeah. I can sell them. There for thousands go. of dollars. Yeah. And then just keep renewing. I don't even own them anymore, but I'm like, yeah, I'm going to keep this for another six months, please. And then they'll be like, okay. Uh, now, I will. I don't think that you would be able to graduate if you did that. You might not. They might really? not let you graduate is what I've heard. You can't. Huh. What if I. Well, what's the what's the fee for like, I'm keeping this book. <laughs> What's the fee? Because, um, <laughs> like, if I'm just like, I'm not returning it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Well, like, what a, happens? If it's a rare book, they'd probably, like, charge you. If it's, like, the if it's, it's like an original first edition copy of Pride and Prejudice, let's say. And, yeah. And you're, for some reason, you're like, I only want to read Pride and Prejudice if it's a first edition original copy. Um, yeah. Touched. If it's not Jane's handwriting. Exactly. Like, it. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, and you've checked that out from the library, and it's been like yeah. a month. It hey, let me just take it home in my backpack in the fucking rain. <laughs> it's like a it's like a $500,000 book, and it's like there's a tropical storm outside, and you have it in your... Yeah. And you, you forgot your backpack. It's just like a plastic bag from Target because you were there earlier. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's already got like a puddle of water in the bag, and I just drop it in. <laughs> it's... They let me go. Uh, by the time you get home, the ink is like all smeared and stuff. You have to 
skip like 30 pages because it's unreadable. I go online and reference what it's supposed to say. <laughs> the original copy is totally useless now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's kind of like, you know, that thing where they have like, there is a kilogram. It's like a block of metal. And it's like, this is what a kilogram is. And if someone takes a chunk off, it's like every kilogram changes. Yeah. Like if I smear the original copy of Pride and Prejudice, does every book change? I think so. Because there's no way to prove that uh, it wasn't like that originally. So yeah. if you get your hands on the original copy, you could just, you could like change it. If there's ever could... like a plot point you don't like, you could rewrite it. <laughs> I'm going to write some Pride and Prejudice fan fiction and then fully replace it. Yeah. You just, like, you rip out, like, uh, like some pages and then put in just, like, notebook paper, like, tape there <laughs> with, like, scotch tape. Yeah. It's written in crayon. <laughs> it's like, this is, what, this is what all the scholars have to study now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, otherwise, you like, it's a good class. It's a fun class. Yeah. I do like the, some, there's four other people in there. We had seven, two people dropped it right after the first day, which is fair. Because <laughs> it's, it's a lot of reading. Yeah. Um, I like a smaller class. You like, especially since we're just doing book discussion the whole time. It's like, it's fun. We, 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 we all get to know each other. Yeah. Uh, I'm cracking some jokes. I'm pretty fucking funny in there. There lie. you go. That's what I love. I love being funny in class we've talked about this before there's like there's like a right way to do it too you know mm. it's all about i think it's all about timing you know making sure that a joke isn't ill-placed um and like interrupting someone else or like the professor you know <laughs> yeah that's important your professor is doing a lecture and then you hop in with like a stand-up set <laughs> yeah because I've I've had like I mean, uh, I mean I've raised my hand. Well, okay, I've like raised my hand to tell a joke before, but I'll like disguise it as like something real, you know? Yeah. H- have you done Have you done that, or is that just me? Um, I've done like it'll be like a funny answer to the question. Yeah. Not it. It won't be like I raise my hand and I'm like, hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> what what the rabbit say to the the horse with, the, with no eyes? <laughs> Completely unrelated, <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah, it's like super serious. You're talking about like I don't know, uh, you're talking you're uh, like a love scene. You're talking about like a like a someone is professing their love to someone else. You're talking about that scene, and then you raise your hand and you're like, "Hey, professor, it's a little tense in here right now. Do you mind if I just like." kind of bring it down a little bit you know just to make sure we're we're still all having a good time yeah and they're like i mean uh i guess and i fully stand in front of the board bring my notebook up and i'm like let let me see let me find something in here (laughs) it takes you like five minutes to find something good enough to tell (laughs) yeah and then i do my type five up in front of everybody yeah so you do that like once every class, yeah? <laughs> Everybody comes to expect it. They're like, fuck, it's 4.30. Lily's about to raise her <laughs> stupid fucking hand. Um, Do her set. I haven't, honestly, I haven't used my brain much this summer at all. I was gonna read a book. I, like, checked out a book from the library. 
uh, mm-hmm. from my local library, and I just I I haven't read it. And that book is light, and they do charge for that. Um, yeah, I think up to ten dollars. So, whoa, what's the book? It's called Tweak. I think I just kind of picked it up. I was looking for something about uh, Lenin, but I couldn't mm-hmm. find that. So I, I so I picked up a book about some guy who did drugs. Um, Damn. You but went I, to the dirty capitalist library. Yeah, that's they they made me pay for a, for the book too. When I was checking that, it out, I I like that we have a place for knowledge that's free. Under under old fucko, he's gonna get rid of them because they're woke. Is that what he said? No, but he probably will. Get rid of libraries. What a fucking campaign that would be. Yeah. Anti-library. <laughs> what would that be for? To, like, save money? I guess. Yeah, I guess that's the angle you'd have to take. Yeah. You could, I mean, Ron do be banning books. So he could be like, they're they're putting so much CRT and gender. They're, there's so much gender in this library. We have to shut them all down. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Unfortunately, um, that seems to be a trend right now. Banning books is cool. That's not good. Wait a minute. Oh my god, we haven't reviewed water yet. Oh my lord. We're like right. an hour, ten minutes in, and we still have to take a question. I okay, real quick. I have this water here in my um, cup holder seat. Don't know whose it is. There's just a little bit left at the bottom. This is a okay. good gather Target brand purified drinking water. Let's have a taste. All right. That is several days old, and I don't think it's entirely water. <laughs> um, uh oh. That's okay. Uh, it tastes fine. I, I, uh, not very much flavor. Four out of five. That's pretty. We that we don't really go that high very often. That's pretty not good. Really, but. <laughs> Yeah. When you're really Honestly. thirsty. Oh! <laughs> that was like, that was, that peaked the mic so, it sounded like it was like a meme sound on my end. Um, what's that? No, there's a sound effect that's like a guy, it's a guy, what, having an orgasm or something? It's like famous. And that's what it sounded like to me, so. Um, um, yeah, sorry, that's what just happened. Um, oh, okay. But also, okay. um, what's wrong, Lily? I got so much knowledge. Well, you got to get that out. That's right. And my glasses are so tight. It's real today. Oh, it really no. does hurt today. Hopefully, getting all this knowledge out will help relieve some of that pain. Hopefully. We got a question this week from Megan. Okay. Um, and Megan asks us uh, as a vegetarian, is it unethical to eat the cauliflower sandwich? cooked in chicken grease at Chick-fil-A. They have a new no. cauliflower sandwich, I guess. Mhm. And it's it's cooked like with the chicken. And I assume she's a vegetarian then? Yeah. Or is she vegetarian or vegan? Um uh, I don't think she's vegan. I'm pretty sure she's pesc This is my sister. This is why I know mm. so much about this listener. Um now we have we like to keep in <laughs> We keep an intimate knowledge of all our listeners. Um, that's yeah. how much we care. That's uh, right. 
Now, for me, obviously, I eat chicken. I ate meat. I ate part of a pig today, and a, and a, a chicken's unborn child. So I don't really care about wow. that. Um, it's brutal. You know, that's these things have to be said. But um, I mean, like, because you're not at you're not eating chicken, right? Like, whether or not you order the cauliflower sandwich, chicken is also going to be ordered by other people and eaten. And I don't think not ordering a cauliflower sandwich is going to affect, like, Chick-fil-A's bottom line very much at all. Um, Mm. And if anything, you're buying a cauliflower sandwich, that might encourage more um, non-meat options at the Chick-fil-A, you know? Yeah. So, I say, I say it's fine. Um, you know, unless you have like a health issue associated with eating something that was also cooked in, in chicken, you know, I I don't, I don't see an issue personally. So, but is that like the goal of, of those type of dietary restrictions, like the voluntary ones of like grander societal change? I kind of see it as just like a personal thing. You don't, for whatever reason, you, you find it immoral, you find it gross, uh, it's it's less healthy for you than in many cases of just like you don't want to eat animals yeah um and i don't i don't know that it hugely matters to people about you know whether or not chick-fil-a is going to sell chicken it's like they personally don't want it it might i'm sure there are some people who are like uh i want to cut down on the general production of red meat which is a good cause yeah um that i i should participate in but i don't (laughs) it's so good it's really good yeah I've, I I am the greatest scientist in the world, and I've just invented a sandwich that will replace forever the mighty Hi. chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A. Hi, sir. It's me, your little assistant guy. I'm a little I'm a little guy like Igor. You did it, sir. You made the, the world's first cauliflower sandwich. My Igor-like assistant. Um. You're yes. a vegetarian, yes? Aye, sir. I, meat makes me grow, and I must stay small for you. Go ahead and have a bite of this cauliflower sandwich. But, sire, was it not cooked next to the chicken sandwich? Well, yes, my dear Igor-like friend. <laughs> yes. But as my assistant, you have a duty and obligation to put the sandwich in your mouth and tell me how it is. But surely this conflicts with my other duty of staying small and tiny and weak. Just eat it, or I'm going to force it into your mouth. Okay. Oh. Oh my god. My arms are stretching out. My (laughs) hunchback is gone. (laughs) Sir, you turned me into a normal-sized guy. Yes, my assistant. And now you can walk amongst the people. <laughs> but uh, th- I thought you wanted an Igor-like little little creature assistant. Uh, well, I did, but your time with me has ended. I need someone who can eat meat and uh, so you can try out all my burgers at my at the barbecues I I like to have with the other scientists. What? I've been denying myself delicious, delicious burgers for years for you. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to see your face anymore. Fine. 
I'm going to go work at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> but, uh, da, 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 I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's hard to do a scene when i can't see you it's really this is pretty tough now that we're trying to do more serious scenes it's it's difficult (laughs) it's okay i also haven't done improv in a while anyways um that's gonna be all for this week's episode of all that in a glass of water um that's right i hope you'll join us next time uh when i'm in a sudan as opposed to an SUV. Oh wow! Um, uh, but but for now, please please send your questions to all that in a glass of water at gmail.com. or you can use the um, Q and A feature on Spotify, and it's great. Uh, yes, and I have I've been your host Trevor. I have been your other host Lily. And goodbye, everybody. Sleep tight, sweetums. <laughs> sweetums. Yeah. I don't even know like how the internet works. Like I don't I I couldn't begin to understand it. So